Hi, it's Mark Weiss. Before we begin today's podcast, I want to let you know that my newest book, Hospital-Based Medical Group Mergers, Acquisitions, and Alternatives, is available in hard copy and in Kindle format on Amazon.com. It's also available as a complimentary download from our website, advisorylawgroup.com. And now, on with the podcast. Do you like riddles? I've got one for you. When isn't a hospital's physician alignment in line? When it's a False Claims Act violation. Two False Claims Act or whistleblower cases against hospitals in 2013, one of which resulted in approximately $237 million in fines, and the other of which resulted in an $85 million settlement, illustrate the result of improper physician alignment. In October 2013, a federal trial court ordered Tuomi Healthcare System to pay approximately $237 million as a result of Stark law failures that gave rise to a False Claims Act violation. To prevent almost two dozen specialists from taking their outpatient surgeries from the hospital to their own facility, Tuomi entered into part-time employment agreements with those physicians. In addition to paying the physicians for their personally performed services, the employment agreements included financial rewards based on the hospital's overall net profit from the hospital's outpatient procedures. Bad idea. More recently, Halifax Hospital Medical Center and Halifax Staffing, Inc. consented to an $85 million False Claims Act settlement in connection with allegations that they submitted claims in violation of Stark. Among other things, the settled suit focused on Halifax's contracts with medical oncologists. A portion of the compensation paid to the physicians was based on the value of the drugs and tests they ordered. Bad idea. One common theme in both of these cases is the fact that in order to be compliant with both Stark and the federal anti-kickback statute, payments from a hospital to physicians must be consistent with fair market value and can't take into account the volume or value of referrals. Here, both of the arrangements based compensation in part on the value of referred hospital business. Bad idea. There are many ways to structure business arrangements between physicians and physician groups on the one hand, and hospitals and other facilities on the other hand. These range from employment relationships to complex joint ventures. As the Tuomi and Halifax lessons indicate, those arrangements must be carefully structured, both for their business content as well as for compliance with federal as well as state law dealing with self-referral and kickbacks. Note that it's not as if these two defendants didn't engage counsel in connection with planning these deals. But somehow, somewhere, the ball got dropped. And that ball wasn't one of those balloon-like supermarket ones. It was more like a 50-pound medicine ball that fell on the hospital's toes. Well, not 50 pounds, but 237 million and 85 million, respectively.